the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Hour two of tonight's Andrea K show on this Friday Eve. Thanks for flying with us on Thirsty Thursday. Thirsty Thursday. Yeah, where are we flying to? Oh gosh, what's your bucket list? Like, if you could go anywhere, where would you go? Well, I hate flying, so if I could magically be transported somewhere, um, I think it'd be Holland. The Netherlands. You got a thing for tulips, man. I mean, what, well, I, 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 I mean, that is so random. Where did tu- where did Denmark come from? Or I've, Holland? Where I, did Holland? You got you like wooden shoes? I'm I'm mostly Irish and Dutch, and I've I've been to Ireland, but I've never been to the Netherlands or Denmark, Holland, whatever you call it. Um, and that's where my my last name my comes from. Okay. There, All right. Yeah. So, I, I think that'd be cool. Well, I had you know. Um, I have no desire to go to the Netherlands. Could be because I don't even know if they have this program anymore, but there used to be these foreign exchange student programs where a student from another country would come and live with a host family. Well, we unfortunately got Ons de Hyaga from the Netherlands, and Anzi was a royal pain in the tulip, okay? This girl never had a good day was constantly whining and complaining. The only one in the family she liked was me. And so, and I couldn't understand a word she said. So we had about three weeks of pain with Anz to Hyaga before we had to find it, before we had to find another place for Anzi to go. <laughs> Bye-bye, Anzi. Bye-bye, Anzi. Now, my sister, through the magic of the Internet, found Anzi, who's living back in the Netherlands. And um, I don't know if she ever married. I mean, who could who would marry this miserable human being? But anyway, so I've been I was kind of ruined about Holland and the Netherlands, uh, thanks to Anzi. So not not exactly on my bucket list. The Maldives is at the top of my bucket list. I heard they have a really cool falcon out there. Oh, no, that's the Maltese Falcon. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? You're too young to be doing the dad jokes, man. Somebody out there thinks it's funny, I'm sure. (laughs) Yes, you are quite amusement. Um, Okay, you know what's not funny? Is Ted Cruz taking my material. Okay, I said it before anybody. I predicted it with Congressman Andy Biggs on my show a long time ago. I said, you heard it here and you heard it here first. Michelle Obama is going to be dropped in by the Democrats. The Democrat convention is in Chicago. They cannot run Gavin Newsom because he's an old. He'll be 60 years old, which to the Gen Z crowd is old. They can't have an old white dude uh, step in 
uh, and when it really should be Kamala if Biden can't um, and he can't. He, I mean, hello, dude can't obviously cannot run. So I've been saying for a while that it was going to be Michelle Obama. And uh, suddenly Ted Cruz has said the same thing. Is Ted listening to my podcast? He said Democrats will parachute Michelle Obama in to replace Joe Biden for the 2024 election. Absolutely. That's absolutely the play because they they just really don't have anybody else. And let me tell you, I never believed her for a second that this whole, you know, the reluctant politician's wife kind of nonsense. This woman has never met a camera she didn't love, never met a microphone she didn't want to yammer into. She's desperate to be the first a woman president and specific and then on top of it to be the first black woman. Can you imagine how historical that would be? But it won't stop her from complaining about how she's going to have to move into the White House built by slaves. It still won't be a point in this country where she will be able to say America is not systemically racist. Right. No. In fact, somehow she'll she'll manipulate it into being evidence of it being ra- uh, of it being racist somehow, some way. So um, I thank you, for Ted Cruz for pinching my line, just teasing. I just think it's as we get closer to the situation, more and more people are seeing she's got a book out. She continues to do these. She and o- ran around the country with Oprah and other people doing this. You know, I mean, I do. I, I don't believe that she is the most popular uh, person in America, the most uh, popular woman in America. I don't believe that at all. I find her completely insufferable. I find her completely unattractive in every aspect, physically, her personality. uh, There's just absolutely nothing attractive about her in any way. Um, I'm still not convinced she's a dude. And I got emails last time I talked about Michelle Obama because I, just because somebody, I I know I've seen the videos of things supposedly bouncing around, but there were pictures of her as a girl when she was growing up. So unless her parents covered up the junk and put a bow in her hair and raised her to be a girl, she was born a girl. So that, that's just my theory uh, from, from what I've seen there. Um, But I posted, I was really surprised that it didn't get more play on the socials. And I think it's probably because it was suppressed and it was a shadow banned. I posted, reposted a picture of, I I stole it from somebody on Instagram and it was a picture of a woman. And you know how some of these, some of these women do these home births in bathtubs, like a water birth? Sticks, have you heard of that? Yes, I have. I think that's I think that's the way you should do it. Because you don't want to so you want to bring the child into a nice warm, comforting room, you know, instead of a cold room with the dog's doctor slapping your butt. Well, yeah, but the thing is, is that if it's somebody's house with these midwives, there's things that can go wrong and you don't have, you know, the equipment um, in, in case of an emergency, which does happen. You can drop a so, little bubble bath. In fact, yeah, in fact, my, yeah, <laughs> in fact, my, uh, my nephew ended up in the NICU. So, um, but anyway, um, so here's this picture and it's a large woman in a birthing tub, head tilted back, mouth open, like screaming in pain with a beard. And this woman's got her hand wrapped around what was, what is supposed to be a male part that's been obviously planted on top of her. And here's what the caption says, Sticks. Danny's penile implant is about to burst. 
There is beauty in the pain of a trans dad in labor that proves their love for their child. Hey, hey, hey. Oof, yeah. I don't even know. I'm, I'm speechless. Uh, yeah, because that's how sick this country is, that this is going on, that this is being treated as normal, that they're trying to normalize this kind of mental illness. Love of child? Was, the, was this person pregnant when this person was taking uh, testosterone to create beard growth? I have no idea what kind of chemicals this person injected into, into her body to fulfill some sick fantasy of being a man. This is so twisted, I can't even believe it. The, the destruction of children in their lives in this country to fulfill the narcissistic, psychopathic, sociopathic dreams of these sick individuals literally sickens me. This is child abuse of the worst possible kind. And I hope that thing exploded all over the place. I hope it was excruciatingly painful. And what I really hope is that this person gave that child up for adoption to somebody who could actually truly love it. Somebody not mentally ill and consumed with their own sick dreams and instead care about the dreams being fulfilled for their child. The narcissism is so deep in this movement. It's so abusive. Here's a case. And they don't care at all about anything but in, but forcing their own commands and demands on people. They are so tyrannical, so fascistic, so authoritarian, so evil. I want you to listen to and and they and they absolutely are convinced that they have a right to do whatever they want to do with your children. Here's a middle school teacher who's um, pressuring uh, teachers who were tenured, and by tenured means can't be fired, that they should be the ones to carry forth the agenda of recruiting children in and discussing with children sexuality and transgenderism when they're as young as two and three years old. Sticks, if you can play that. Elementary educators, this is where it happens, my friends. The more work we can do at the elementary level, breaking down the gender binary, Anyway, the girls and boys, and there's so much work that can happen, and we're going to have some of those conversations tonight. My plethora of queer flags that I have in my classroom, and the truth is, is that we know that kids are coming out at younger and younger ages, and gender is, you know, sexuality as well, but especially looking at gender, we have kids as early as two, three years of age. I always tell them to your teachers, you're going to have more longevity making change if you maybe play it a little safer for a little longer. Who knows if on Monday I'm going to come in and I'm going to be told to take down the flag, but um, I will do what Sarah did in Connect and not do so. Thank God for tenure. Lean on your tenured colleagues to do some of this work because we need you. We need you tenured colleagues. See, like me, if they come to tell me to take down this flag and she's pointing to the trans flag behind her, I'm just going to do what so-and-so did and just refuse. Oh, the glories of tenure. They can't fire me. Yeah, this is why everybody, every job in this country, private and, and especially public sector, anybody who gets a dime, especially from from the taxpayer, should be and must be have some aspect of their income be performance based. And there should be clear, quantifiable measures to measure performance with clear guidance and, and measurements for accountability and then. People need to be fired. 
this person needs to be fired immediately, but we can't because of something called tenure, which should have never existed in the first place in this country. I've had enough of these sickies anyway. I've had enough of their perversions. Let's take a break. When we come back, we got more to chat with y'all about, and I might have a special guest in studio tonight, so stay tuned. AK, Dynamite in the Dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Don't forget, y'all can always email me, andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. In fact, um, before we get on to our bringing in our special guest in studio, I got to read an email for y'all. And it's from John, and he says, well, what did our Taco Tootsie do on Tuesday? Did you drive uh, to Mexican? Because what happened was my man Sticks was mocking me for my homemade taco on Tuesday, saying it didn't qualify as a taco. No, it was a rolled-up sandwich. You had lunch meat and a tortilla. <laughs> but then I said, okay, now you're going to make me have to ride to Taco Bell. And then you said that wasn't legit. It's just as bad. That's, that's not legit. Nobody should go there for Taco Tuesday. You should just go there when you're driving by and you don't have any other plans. Hey, we'll go to Taco Bell. But no well, one should actually, plan on going to Taco Bell. Well, actually, I didn't either. I actually had some frozen uh, rolled tacos in my freezer um, that I threw in my toaster oven, topped with some, some melted cheese and my tomatillo salsa that I like. So there, there you have it. So I ended up going nowhere. I ended up having to uh, reach into my own, uh, my own cupboards, my go. own rations. There you go. All right. I'm, I'm so pleased to announce my next guest because he's Chop not taco meat. Chopping broccoli. Chopping broccoli. <laughs> my next guest might be too young to even know that hilarious saturday night live skit by dana carvey i have to introduce to you guys the next producer of the ak show it's dj sesame broccoli <laughs> Dana's a legend. Are you chopping broccoli? <laughs> <laughs> I am. I always have been. That's the thing. I never stopped. <laughs> I am so excited that uh, you've joined our team here. It's such a blessing to have you join us. And I look forward to sharing the mic with you and having fun as we go forward with the AK show. I don't know when it's official, when you're actually going to be um, officially on board with us. But of course, you recognize that voice. If you've been listening to the show, if you're fairly new to the show the past couple months, uh, Riley Gaines McBride has been coming on the show. He's got a podcast over at One America News. He's a brilliant commentator. He's filled in for me as host of the show. And now he is soon to be my sidekick and as a DJ Sesame Broccoli. So welcome to the show and to the station, my dear. Thank you so much for having me. I, uh, this is going to be fun. This is the start of a very, mm-hmm. very good chapter. Um, it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting. And there's a lot mm-hmm. to cover. So I'm very, very excited about getting into the weeds with some of this mm-hmm. stuff. 
Yeah, it's going to be good. I can't wait to read your memoir 10, 20 years from now. <laughs> and the chapter in which you're going to dedicate to AK called Sesame Broccoli, the <laughs> Sesame Broccoli years. So it's going to be good. So let's jump right into it in terms of crime. What do you want to report on us? Because uh, that's going to be an area in which you're going to be sharing some good content for us. What you got this week? I hope everybody saw this video. Um, if you haven't, it's going viral online on X, on Instagram. Uh, please go check it out because these two teenagers in Las Vegas decided mm. to hit and kill this former uh, retired California police chief. And they're laughing about it. You know, they decided to tape it, which was already pretty, uh, you know, uh, the whole thing is dumb for a whole lot of reasons. But especially this whole, you know, uh, tape, if you will, because they're creating evidence for the prosecution. So clearly these kids were reckless in all sorts of different ways. But now one of the mothers of one of these Las Vegas teens is coming out and saying the truth will come out. Her son's what? side of the story is finally going to get to air and it's going to debunk all of the headlines that are coming from all sorts of news organizations. And you see some of them playing it slow and, you know, just saying these kids are accused of doing this, but we've got the crime on tape. And it's one of the well, very... Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, and it's it's funny. It's not funny, but it's interesting because in this whole age of social media and constantly streaming and everybody's got a platform now, some people are, I guess, dumb enough to literally create self-incriminating evidence for lawyers. Mm -hmm. And in this video, these kids are just laughing and they purposefully have to target this individual. And it just leaves me with a question. Since when did young people and really just all people, but particularly young people, teenagers become so darn violent? I don't understand yeah. what's going on. I don't understand where this all began. But I remember as a kid, people would make fun of me and say, you're a goody two shoes because you want to do things that are right. Do it the just way. Do it the way it's supposed to be done. Live according to the laws, you know, uh, uh, and just be a good person. And it seems like mm -hmm. there is no more uh, popularity that comes with being the good Samaritan. And I just don't right. understand what it's, you know, really about and what's going on. But there's there's nothing more more devastating truly than watching a murder tape and then seeing yeah. the actual murderers themselves laughing hysterically about it. Yeah, for those of you who haven't seen it, I'm so glad you brought this up today. You guys need to Google it because these first they first of all they stole the car that they were driving. It was a Hyundai. Then you can see them laughing as they purposely hit into this white car that's on the left, and they start and and, and uh, it, you know it's a lot of really horrible language, by the way, including dropping the N word. These two cretins are so despicable that they are so without any conscience that they literally need to be thrown into prison for the rest of. Their their lives and they can never be allowed out on the streets. This is the we are now the United uh, Savage States of America because you're absolutely right, Riley. We have the new teens of this country, uh, to far great in far great numbers, are absolute savages who have no respect for life. And then they're driving down the road, and you can see them literally aim their car. Like the old Death Race 2000 movie at this old 64-year-old man on a bike, and they slammed right into him and laughed at him as they drove away, and he died later of his injuries. You're absolutely right, Riley, that this is a murder, and I cannot believe, I did not hear that the mother came out and said another side to the story. Mm -hmm. Biznatch, it's all on video because your rat crap son decided to glorify himself while he's murdering and attempting to murder human beings on this planet. Now, I think we can... That where that uh, that person came from, right? Uh, the spawn of Satan. Yeah, yeah. And look, it's 
I, I, I hate to, to come in here and be heavy handed. These kids are very young. They have a long, you know, they may live for a long time. But here's here's the thing. Evil is real. Evil exists. Yep. There are bad people in the world who are motivated to do bad things simply for pleasure because they think it's funny, because they think it's a joke. And I don't really think that those sorts of individuals are really worthy of rehabilitation. So you get all these people you know, on the left saying, we need restorative justice. And if only the victims could meet up with the perpetrators and we could just all talk it out and we could just mm-hmm. get to the bottom of our feelings and we could pass mm-hmm. around the speaking conch or whatever, and we could all just hear each other out and grow together and grow toward our truth, blah, blah, blah. But the truth is, on that note, because morality is objective, there is no context, no situation in which what they did is a good thing or is a justified mm-hmm. thing. This was plain, cold blood, execution style from behind. They didn't even have the stones or the spine to look this guy in the face. They took his mm-hmm. life away. He had no idea what hit him. Textbook definition of cold-blooded execution in daylight. Criminals aren't even Absolutely. hiding anymore. These kids are driving around the road like it's Daytona Speedway in the middle mm-hmm. of the daylight, laughing like hyenas about hitting mm-hmm. people and causing traffic jams. And I'm just thankful that more people were not injured. Yeah. These kids are incredibly Absolutely. lucky. It's only one homicide because Abs- it could have well, been a yeah, multi-homicide. And, and in fact, you know, um, in legal terms, it, it, it's literally premeditated murder, which should up the charges because and premeditation only takes a second. They saw this old man riding down the road on his bike and they specifically targeted him. That's premeditation mm-hmm. in my mind. And at the same and and, and you know, uh, in Seattle, I, I think I read an article today um, with the a sheriff up there. They've got so many carjackings that the sheriff has has told them up there, look, uh, you know, like in the case of these teens, you see how even they are the sheriff's solution for law enforcement up there with carjackings and car theft is like, just give them the keys. Well, I, you know, in, in my day, Riley, kids had to go mow lawns and earn money or work at McDonald's to save up yep. enough money, uh, you know, to, to, to buy a car. Now, evidently, uh, in America, you just got to go up and say, hey, I'm here to carjack and somebody throws you the keys. Is yep. that where we're at? Well, it's it's your that as soon as you play that game, you give away the entire goose. You give away the republic. You basically mm-hmm. say moral standards and moral principles and law and order. It's just too hard to uphold and it's too hard to maintain. So we're just going to let people be terrible. Crime's going to happen anyway. So why don't we just enable the criminals? That's where we are. And you talk to police officers these days. Talk to people who are on the ground, especially all throughout California, Riverside, San Bernardino, Los Angeles, San Diego. They're all saying the same thing. They talk about dealing with understaffed departments that are low on resources in the wake of the defund the police movement. And so it's empowering these criminals because Mm -hmm. a lot of times people are responding to opportunity. That's what these that's Mm -hmm. what whether it's murder or or thievery or carjacking, people are responding to an opportunity. You give someone an opportunity to steal, to kill, to cheat, to lie, and some people out there, because evil does exist, will take that opportunity Mm -hmm. and they will use it against you. So it's just tragic to see how deadly this whole defund the police movement has been for this country because it's led to so many homicides, so many carjackings, so many burglaries, and police officers don't even have time to respond to stuff like carjackings anymore because they're dealing with bigger crimes. Look at this guy in Texas who killed 22 women in 24 months and was just found dead in his prison cell. It's absolutely crazy to me that somebody would go out there and do something like that, and it's a bigger argument for why we need to refund the police. We have an mm-hmm. under-incarceration problem in this country, exactly. not an over-incarceration problem. Yeah. And if the prisons are full, build more prisons. Don't put them back out on the streets. Yep. Hey, Riley, 
DJ Sesame Broccoli, super excited to have you on board. And as you do, you listeners just heard, now you know why we wanted him to be a part of the, of the team. Glad to have you, my dear. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right. You guys stay tuned. we got more AK Show coming right up. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Um, I don't know if we talked about this F-35 fighter jet sticks um, that uh, I guess went missing, supposedly. I guess the story is the pilot ejected and then the thing was on autopilot and started cruising around by itself. For I mean, quite I, some I, time. It, I think it yeah, was up there for, for quite some. For how long? I, um, I'll have to look it up, but it, it, for, it was a while. It was like it was like hours. Yes, or something. Or, or I thought and, it was sixty and every, minutes, maybe. Yeah, and 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 people were like, "What? How do we not know where a plane is?" And these things don't usually fly around by themselves. Although today, I will tell you this afternoon, we're not far from Miramar. I don't know if you noticed sticks uh, this afternoon. Yeah, of the, course. Uh, it was super loud today. Like, I don't know. We're by the Marine Corps. Uh, the air show starts this weekend. The Miramar air show. Oh, is that why they're flying yeah. around? I'm like, what's with the sonic booms over my head today, dudes? Okay. And, the you blue know, angels. I, I'd like to take a nap. The blue, <laughs> the blue angels are up there. <laughs> I saw the Blue Angels in Annapolis, and the show that they did in Annapolis, they do every year for the graduation, is a show that they can never do here because they go below uh, the the hard deck. Here is a lot higher. They can't get you know, so it's longer, lower. It's more badass in Annapolis. But anyway, love the Blue Angels. Well, that explains what I'm like. What are they doing? They're bugging me today. I needed a nap. But anyway, I, I, I'm a little. I was. I thought today. Huh. You know, I'm a little scared now. Used to when we would see these things flying around, it'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, you know, we're by MCAS. Right. Um, But then today I was like I was thinking about this this F-35 that supposedly went missing and they rarely fly around by themselves. They're usually with, you know, on exercises or whatever. If they're on a mission or on exercises, they've got a wingman. Right. Didn't we all see Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick? They all have a wingman. So how come? uh, Yeah, I so how come they, the, the wingman didn't know what happened to this? And why did he eject? And typically, if they're going to eject, it's a crisis moment, and they don't go, oh, you know what, let me set it on autopilot. That doesn't make any sense, right? How, but, how does a fighter jet go on autopilot? Well, and the other thing that was interesting, if it was on autopilot, why was it flying inverted? Mm. It was upside down when people saw it. And people, I guess people, a bunch of people saw it and they didn't think anything because there's the Air Force Base 60 miles away. But he, I didn't know it was on autopilot, so you just said that. But I, they say witness saw it inverted before, before it crashed. None of this makes sense. So there's renewed questions. And I'm not an aviation expert at all. I, you know, it, it, I have no expertise at all in this area. But I do have a, my hinky meter is oftentimes pretty accurate. And it's just going off over this thing. Um, the debris, here's what uh, a witness has said. The debris field of the F-35 has been released after it was located in a field in Williamsburg County. And some people are saying it just, it, 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 it seems sketchy. Um, about what happened here. 
And there, um, I guess it, back in 2019, there were concerns that this that the F-35 could be hacked. And um, the identity of the pilot that crashed has not been revealed. Um, but what was revealed was uh, um, about why he rejected, why he ejected. Sorry, I'm sick, guys. Um, he's uh, unsure of where his plane crashed, that he just lost it in the weather. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Why would they not name the pilot? He's been discharged. Why... It's here's a couple of responses um, by some others about the story um, that it just doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. There's the speculation that it's been hacked. I, I, I absolutely think there's a possibility it was hacked because of, because of it being inverted and on autopilot. And typically when a pilot ejects, they go straight to the ground. They don't go on autopilot. I think this thing was hacked. I think our military is completely compromised. And um, I, I, there was never never a time in my life, probably before about 10 years ago, where I would have thought that we would have a fighter jet hacked. But, you know, we're talking about a U.S. government that allowed China back during uh, the Obama administration. Uh, the Chinese Communist Party hacked into the GSA and stole the identities of about 40,000 U.S. government workers, and nothing was done to China in retaliation. Nothing was done to China in retaliation, in fact, at all, to even intervene and stop it when they flew a balloon over us and they backed the thing back up and back and forth and back and forth over military installations as they were surveilling our military installations and stealing data and stealing uh, intelligence. Nothing was done. So, you know, I'm not surprised. And if it was hacked... Uh, you know, it, you know, it is, there was a time in this country where Americans would go to jail for um, revealing or, or allowing military secrets to be revealed. Now it's like our own government's doing that. Our own government's doing that. Why would they? And if you've got a plane that you think has the possibility of being hacked, why is it flying around? Why wasn't it fixed? Uh, it, it, it's really scary to me. The scariest part of this is how I, how somebody like myself who grew up a daughter of two Marines with such a love of the military has no trust and confidence in our U.S. military anymore. Now I look up in the skies and I see a fighter jet by MS, MCAS and I think, oh, don't, don't crash into my building. Is the thing going to be flying around? If, 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 it go, if it gets hacked and it's on autopilot, take it out over the Pacific Ocean. Don't, you know, and that's another thing. If it's going to be put on autopilot... Autopilot, doesn't autopilot usually involve directions? Doesn't it usually involve a course? Don't they, don't they have coordinates? We're going to go from A to B. So why would it be on autopilot and still be in a residential neighborhood where it could crash and kill people? That's got to be a hack. It's got to be a hack. That's, that's, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Do you remember when that happened over here in the University City? Yeah. Years back? Yeah. It's terrible. Man lost his wife, mother-in-law, and daughter all in the house. So yeah. And so if it's gonna, this thing's going to be on autopilot um, then with coordinates set. And if, if, there's, if there's a pilot out there, uh, call it in our hotline or email me at andreacasio.com, 844-814-5227. I thought this article was going to quote some pilots, but of course I'm not, I'm not really seeing... Any, I'd like to hear from from some retired pilots and get their perspective of this. Did you see the other part of the story that the he landed in a woman's backyard that when he when he landed on the with his parachute? He was it his girlfriend? N- no, no, no. He supposedly. <laughs> well, he, the story is starting to get weirder and weirder to so, me. So he landed in a lady's 
backyard, and he asked her to call 911. Yeah, like, there's no communication what? there. Yeah, he goes, can you? And then the way he was, uh, um, the, the, the way he was quoted was weird. He says, I rode down on my parachute. Please call 911. Maybe he was discombobulated. Maybe. I mean, I've never had to eject from a pilot doing a bunch of G's. Although, uh, if it was on autopilot, how was it to be doing a bunch of G's? There's no reason for a pilot to eject from a plane on autopilot. Yeah. No reason. And where was his wingman? I need to hear from a pilot. 844-814-5227. I should have asked Elhoff last night oh, about yeah. it. I forgot to ask Elhoff about it. But, you know, I mean, I don't know. He's 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 still subject to the military code of justice. Right. So he can't be he can't be saying too much about the military or where they might come after him and reduce his pension. They could do that, you know, retirement. They could they could come at this point and call him up for duty. Not that they would, but they 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 have the right to do that. And they have the right to to demote him and to pay him less pension. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't. Oh, absolutely. My after my dad retired and things were getting hot. In the 80s, over uh, during during the Reagan administration, and remember when they bombed Gaddafi and all that, Daddy Daddy was given notice by the military, and um, that that he might be called up. And I can remember <laughs> he was like 38, 40. I can remember being like, Daddy, what they want you for? You old. <laughs> It's funny. Uh, it's funny how you your what your perception of old is when you're young. Now, right? I'm thinking that. Geez, forty. That's young. Very vital. <laughs> I know, right? So young. <laughs> Lots of life. All right. Yes, we're going to take a break. We come back. Final segment of tonight's Andrea K. Show. Dynamite in the dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Um, Sticks, are you a big golfer? You don't golf, do you? I, I used to. A long time ago, I was fairly good. My grandma shot, showed me how to play, and used, I, I could shoot par at Mission Bay Golf Course, which is an executive Ooh. course. But then wow. she passed away, and then I didn't play, and it's not like riding a bike. I don't know if it's because no. my gut is bigger or something, but it's just <laughs> I can't play as good as I used to, and it's so frustrating. So after yeah. a couple of years of getting up at 6 a.m. to go to Singing Hills to play with my pops and just being so frustrating, I, I told my dad, I just don't yeah. want to do this anymore. So I quit. Well, you know what? To me, golf is only fun if you're with fun people riding around in a golf cart. Maybe like, you know, somebody comes by from the from the club with with a cocktail cart and, you know, and you're just out there to have fun. Right. And you're not out there to actually try to, you know, get a good score. That's when it's fun. Um, but, you know, golfing, you know, it, it, there's a story out today about a golfer who literally went um, uh, the Hulk on, on some people on the course. And it's like if there were more dudes like this around, I might have to pick up golf because this is quite the entertaining story. Um, and, and it might be an inspiration to you to work on the gut because you might because this dude's getting a lot of attention for what he did. So evidently. He stole, this is a dude, a golfer who stole somebody's golf ball on the course. And when some people came up to him to say, Hey, dude, can we get our ball back? Cause the golf balls are expensive and there's, you know, um, I mean, there's, there's some, 
people believe that some balls can go farther on a drive. I don't know the whole thing about the well, ball. Also, but, I mean, if, people, if they hit the ball there and I mean, you're supposed to play it from there. Exactly. That's so, true. So it's like, it's like, you know, give me. And, right. So it's like you're interrupting the game. It's my, my property. Give me the ball back. But it becomes a big fight. I've never seen, and, and I played golf many times. I've never seen a fight on a golf course. But this one is like really good theater. I almost thought when, when you sent me this article that maybe it was like staged. Maybe it was a hoax just to go, go viral. But it's not. Let's play the clip. Boy, now get off the cart. Walter. 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 Oh, here we go. You see that? Oh. <laughs> you are just God, you come get it. Okay, he's mentally ill. Oh. Let's move along. You think I'm mentally ill? <laughs> I know you. <laughs> and, then, and he's looking down. It's a video, so you don't see this. But he's when he rips his shirt off, he's like, "You want some of this?" And he's looking. He's looking down at his arms. He's he's doing he rips his green polo shirt off and he does the muscle pose and like, you know, where they flex really hard to show his chest. And like he's like literally thinks he's like becoming the Hulk. Right. But he's not Lou Ferrigno. But he but he got the body of a Hulk. I mean, this no, no, this is this would be this is like dad bod going going Hulk. Okay, nobody was impressed, which is which is why the woman is like he's mentally ill. Then you hear their golf cart. He take thought off. he was going <laughs> to impress the chicks on the golf course with his move. <laughs> and she, <laughs> you guys, he's and she says it so calmly. You guys, he's mentally ill. Let's just move yeah, on. I'll, I'll take an extra penalty stroke. Let's just keep going here. <laughs> Let's just keep going. Not the reaction that he wanted. Nobody was impressed. Nobody was scared. <laughs> He might be a nominee for Hero of the Week. I don't know who's a Hero of the Week for Wait, me at this the point. Wait, the Hulk guy? I don't know if it's him. Well, he's making me laugh. There's oh. only two stories that made me laugh this week. This guy and then the meat truck. No, the meat buddy. truck from last night. Yeah. No, actually, not the truck itself or the bum garden Gardner. bums yeah. with, the, with the meat oozing truck, but the, the guy who wrote the review. That was pretty I funny. mean, whoever wrote that. In the perspective of a, I of a raccoon, I think, or a, yeah. It was a possum. A possum. <laughs> As a possum. <laughs> well, you know, the, it is scary. People are, you know, everywhere people are just kind of freaking out like this. But on golf course, it's supposed to be like a gentleman's sport. And right. usually people are, I mean, I have seen people get a little upset when a golf ball gets, like, because you're supposed to yell four. And if, if yeah. you happen to not yell and it comes, they can get pretty upset or if you're taking a long time. But I think this guy should be banned from the course, honestly. Well, yeah. Golfing is yeah, stressful cause... enough. I don't need a guy ripping his shirt off, challenging me to a fight. I, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'm sticking to disc golf, frisbee golf. Exactly. Exactly. It's um, just a lot more fun, actually. I, I do play that now. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I was bummed because the old family fun center that's by the Walmart on on uh, Shaw Line yeah. is gone. It's now a car dealership. Uh, it's been gone for some quite some time. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I yeah. used to love to go there to ride that. I used to love to go there to do the batting cages. I used to love to go do um, the, the bumper cars. Boats. Yeah, the bumper boats. That water was Where scary, I- though. So murky. Oh, yeah. All the oil. (laughs) And the sun hit it. It was all shimmery. You see all the rainbow colors in there? (laughs) Yeah, it was scary. But no, I love that place. I grew up going there. It was so Mm -hmm. much fun. The miniature golf. And there's not even, I don't even know where you could do miniature golf anymore. I don't know. You can bring that back. Keep the kids out of trouble. I still love to do the race cars, the speedway cars on Miramar Road. Okay, yeah. 
Yeah, and that then they've fun. got the K two Speedway up in. Uh, those are fun. There's you K1 gotta be careful though. In um, like Barrio Logan, there's the K one racing, the indoor. That one, those ones are fast. One of them had too much smell of, of exhaust, and it started getting to me after a while. Probably K one because it's kind of inside. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That's the one that bothers me. So, yeah. All right. So tomorrow we got Friday show. Friday show we've got Bob Walters, of course. Um, we've got Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. I'm going to try to find something fun. I could use some suggestions for fun activities for this weekend. Do you have anything fun that you can share with me? You don't. Uh, you got any big plans yet? No. You got another pirate festival or something? To no go to? pirate festival. No bicycling. No this, bike festival. This weekend I'm just spending time with the family. Uh, mom, mom, and pops need some IT work, and so nothing too fun that I could. But uh, I'll find something. I'll bring something. Uh, mention something that could be fun for your listeners to attend or do. Yeah, I like maybe. Uh, do you go to movies anymore? No, I don't. I, I, I don't you know, either. I used to go when I would go to movies. I loved going to the drive-in in Santee, but that mm-hmm. it's closing. Yeah, they're close. I thought I of you when I heard that. that story. They're closing. The only one that's going to be left is down in Chula Vista. It really broke that my used heart. To be, that used to be your place. Yeah. You used to go there a years, lot. Years, years. It's just fun for dates. Just yeah. uh, a great place to see a movie and not have somebody. Because nowadays, people just aren't polite in public. So someone's no. kicking your chair. Someone sneaks yeah. in some Chinese food or something, which, I mean, it's good if it, if you're eating it, but you don't necessarily want to smell Kung Pao chicken when you're watching a movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's why I like the, the drive. So yeah, the end of an era, I can't, I really can't believe that. So, well, I think it's COVID. I mean, it changed so much of, of our behaviors and, you know, maybe it's cause you stopped going. You used to go like not weekly, but you used to go a lot. Well, I had more they had dates. double features. I had more dates they had back du- then. Yeah, when he had more dates. Yeah. But they had double features. It's just, it, what a great family thing to do. Load everybody up in the car, bring all your own snacks. Yeah. Just blankets, huddle up when it's chilly. Yeah, you know, I think you're just, right. It was the COVID, and it was uh, because mm-hmm. the big chains, they have enough money and investors and stuff that they can withstand a big hit, but not a mom and pop's um, you yeah. know, drive-in theater. So, Yeah. Well... I don't know what's been up. Excuse me, I'm so tired. I don't know what's been up with this weather. Um, so hopefully the weather's going to be good this weekend. Yeah. But join us tomorrow. Don't forget to download the podcast. Email me at andreacasio.com. I want to hear from pilots about this F-35 story. I want to hear ideas about fun things to do this weekend. And join us tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Sticks, thank you. Thank you to the listeners. Thank you to JJD and to my new DJ, Sesame Broccoli. Have a great great night, you guys. See you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.